Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. I'm Silver. One period of Dan Reed's life had been spent in a California school. In this fine institution, the Lone Ranger's nephew had many acquaintances and a few friends. He lost track of these, however, when he rejoined the masked man and Tonto on their never-ending trail. Then, one day, Tonto brought a newspaper from a nearby town, which Dan began eagerly to read. Suddenly, his eyes fell upon the name of his school principal. Dr. Luther. Dan, what matter? You scare horse. Tonto, look. Here's a piece in the paper. It's about Dr. Luther. And who, Dr. Luther? The Lone Ranger will remember him. Well, what's that, Dan? What about Dr. Luther? Here in this newspaper. There's an article about him. He's coming here. Here? Read it. Tonto, he's the principal of the school I went to in California. Golly, he's one of the finest men I ever knew. I sure would like to see him. This doesn't say very much, Dan. No, sir. Just says he'll be here next week to visit Bill White. Mm, who, Bill White? Do you know? No, Dan, I don't. He must live in Three Rocks. That's where the newspaper's published. Oh, me know most people in Three Rocks. Not know Bill White. I know how we could get more information. 
I might call on the man who publishes the paper. How'd that be? Go ahead, Dan. Great. I'll go right away. Here, Victor. Come on, boy. We got riding to do. I'll take the newspaper with me. You're saddled there and free, Dan. I don't need the saddle, Tano. It's a bareback distance to the newspaper office. <laughs> Come on, Victor. Ninety-eight. Ninety-nine. One hundred. Well, you've got all you need, Dad. I'll run off a couple of extra copies for good measure. There. Sure hope Mr. Abercrombie likes those notices, Molly. Well, he should. It's all right to publish the newspaper. It feeds us. But a job of printing like this one pays in cash, which is a lot better than potatoes and onions. Let's see one of those auction notices. Here. You know, that's the best auction notice you've ever printed, Dad. Uh, right fine-looking piece of work, if I do say so myself. I bet there'll be a big crowd at Mr. Abercrombie's auction. Oh, there will be. He's got some mighty fine things to sell. What a shame he has to sell them. Well, he can't take them east with him. It costs more than they're worth. I'd like to buy some of his furniture myself. Well, don't let him talk you into a swap. Get cash for this printing job. Yep, I will. I'll take him over right now, and maybe Mr. Abercrombie will pay up. And, Dad, will you stop at the store and buy that dress material in the window? Dress material? You you making a new dress? Yes, I, I want to look my best when Dr. Luther comes to Three Rocks. <laughs> He's not coming to see us, Molly. He's coming to see Bill White. I know he is, and that's just the point. We've got to put on our best appearance so Dr. Luther won't think everyone in Three Rocks is like Bill White. Eh, maybe you're right, Molly. I'll get that dress goods. And while you're at it, Dad, you'd better see about a new suit for yourself. One of those real dressy ones that just came in from the East. Well, I'll see about that, too. Good afternoon. I just read an article in your paper. Talk to Molly there, son. I'm just leaving on some business. Molly, Lancer, yes? Yes, sir. I'll be back soon, Molly. All right, Dad. Miss Molly, I came here to see if you could tell me where to find Mr. White. Mr. White? There's a mention of him in the paper. I don't remember any Mr. White. You must be mistaken. Mistaken? Well, I might be, I've but... read that paper from start to finish. I, I set the type for more than half of it, but I don't remember mention of anyone named Mr. White. Here, I'll show you the article. Here it is. It says, Dr. J.V. Luther... Oh, now I know what you mean. You're talking about old Bill. Old Bill? Yes, Bill White. I'm sorry I didn't understand you. You see, we never think of old Bill as Mr. White. Well, do you know where I might find him? He's sort of a hard man to see... He doesn't like to meet people. What do you want of him? I'd like to uh, speak to him about Dr. Luther. I want to speak to the doctor when he comes to Three Rocks. That is, if he's really coming. Oh, I suppose so. All I know is what it said in old Bill's letter. He had a letter from Dr. Luther, left it in the cafe. Want to see it? Yes, ma'am. Here. Golly, it's Dr. Luther's handwriting, sure enough. Do you know Dr. Luther? Yes, I went to his school. He's a pretty famous man, isn't he? He sure is. He's written books on a lot of different things. Well, maybe you can answer the thing that puzzles me. Here, look at what Dr. Luther says in this letter. Right here he says, There are some matters of utmost importance about which I desire to consult you. What about it? Well, if you knew old Bill, you'd wonder about that. I can't imagine why anyone would come all the way from the coast to consult him. Well, why not? Well, he, he hardly ever has anything to say to anyone. He just shuffles around town, never working, never doing anything at all. He doesn't seem to want to make friends. Do you know where I might find him, Miss Molly? Well, Mr. Abercrombie lets him sleep in a little shed back of his house. 
He lives there alone and eats at the cafe. He sweeps out to pay for his meals. If he's not one place, we'll try the other. Thanks. I'll try the cafe first. Old Bill? Yes, sir. Is he around? No. Fact is, he ain't been around for a couple of days. I've been wondering where he was eating. I was thinking just a few minutes ago I ought to go and see if he's sick. Oh. And last time he was in, I gave him his mail. Two letters. Read one and went as white as a sheet. And he read the other and dropped it on the floor and staggered out without saying a word. The one he dropped... That was the one from Dr. Luther, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know who the other was from. If you want to find him, you might take a look in the shack where he sleeps. It's back at the Abercrombie Mansion. Bill! Mr. White, what's the matter? I... Oh... oh. Golly, you're mighty sick. I guess I better get help for you. The door was open, so I went in. He was on a cot in the corner, white as a sheet. He was too weak to talk. Was he awake? Yes, but sort of staring. Get the horses. We'll go to him. After Henry Lee, the newspaper publisher and printer, delivered his auction notices to Mr. Abercrombie, he stayed on for a short visit. He stayed, in fact, much longer than he had intended. My sakes, look at the time. I got to get along, Mr. Abercrombie. I promised Molly I'd stop by the store. Well, it's been good to talk to you, Henry. Uh, thanks for the fine work you did on the auction notices. Thanks for the order. I'll see you at the auction, won't I? Oh, I expect I'll be there, but I won't be able to buy none of the fine things from this house. They wouldn't fit in my home, even if I could afford them. Yes, I expect I'll have a hard time disposing of things. It's a shame you have to sell out. I can't ship these things east. No, I expect not. Too big and too many of them. Too bad you have to leave here. Well, you know how it is, Henry. Folks are all gone now. I know. Uh, say, if you don't mind, I'll stop at the shed in back and see old Bill. Uh, go ahead. You uh, had his name in the paper, didn't you? Yeah, that's why I want to see him. There must be an interesting story back of a man like Dr. Luther coming all this way to see old Bill. Uh, uh, sit still. Uh, Mask. Uh, which of you owns this house? My name is Abercrombie. What's the meaning of this intrusion? Who are you, sir? What's the meaning of the way you treat Bill White? The way I... He's living in a place that isn't fit for anything. One minute. He's there by choice. I've offered him room in this house. I've tried to persuade him to come in here, and he won't. Well, he's coming in now. This way, Tonto. Uh, I can help you, Tonto. No, it's easier to carry him alone. Bill, what's the matter with you, Bill? He's too weak to speak. If you've done anything to him... Go the way to a bedroom. This way. There's a fine room on this floor. Right this way. Here, let me help you, Indian. What's happened to him? No, he got him all right. Right in here. Uh, put him on the bed. Uh, Henry, yeah. Uh, there's a doctor ten miles from here. Tonto can do as much as a doctor in this kind of a case. Uh, uh, what can I do for old Bill? What does he need? What's the matter with him? Uh, get him warm milk. I'll get it myself. Well, I'll go with you. Very well, come along. The kitchen is out this way. Young man, you came into my office. Yes, Mr. Lee. I was looking for Bill White. And you found him all right enough. Yes, and he was too weak to talk. I went for my friends. The masked man and the Indian? Yes. Tonto will pull him through if anyone can. Tonto? Is that your name? Ah, uh, me, Tonto. Uh, what's the matter with Bill? Well, him go several days without food. Him alone in cabin. Tonto and the masked man think he was knocked out in the first place by an awful shock. Well, that makes sense. I reckon it must have been a shock to get that letter from a man like Dr. Luther. But, Mr. Lee, there's something else. Huh? What else? There was another letter. 
Another letter? What's in it? That's what everyone wants to know. During the next two days, Dan and Tonto spent most of their time at old Bill's bedside. Molly and her father were frequently on hand to offer what help they could, and Abercrombie himself was an ideal host. He brought in foods and medicines, everything that money could buy, in the hope of speeding old Bill's recovery. But the old man's spirit remained at low ebb. On the evening of the second day, Molly entered the room. Is he asleep? No, Miss Molly. Come on in. He looks as if he were sleeping. No, him not sleep. How are you tonight, Bill? No use, no use. Nothing's no use, no use. Is That's all he'll say, no use. We can't get any more out of him. Him not want to get well. Has he said anything about Dr. Luther? Not a word. Oh, I, I sure wish we could solve this mystery. I'm sure there's a connection between old Bill's sudden shock and the fact that Dr. Luther is on the way here. Maybe the, uh, the masked man will find the answer. He hasn't come back yet? No. Well, where did he go? We don't know, Miss Molly. He rode away very suddenly when he saw that old Bill would be taken care of here. Do you think he went to learn something about Bill? He might have. No, no, no. Him speak. What's that, Bill? It, it don't matter. I reckon nothing matters now. They'll get the truth. Bill, isn't there something you want to tell us? I don't know. You've got mighty good friends, Bill. And we all want to help you. No one can help me. I dug my own grave. What him say? He says he dug his own grave. It's too late now, too late. Luther is coming here. My son with him. What about you, He's son? coming here with Luther. You've all been good to me. Good friends. You've got a right to know. Oh, maybe you better rest for a while, huh? Too much talk make you tired. Oh, I'm all right. I want you to know what a fool I've been. Letters from my son... Under the pillow. Do you want me to get them? Yes. Just a minute now. Here they are. All from... from my son. You read them. Do you want us to read your son's letters? Yes. Read them. Then you'll know why... why I don't dare live. Why I don't dare live to face my boy. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. The Lone Ranger rode away without explanation as soon as he saw that old Bill White was in the care of Dan and Tonto. No one knew why Bill wanted to die. It was a mystery that Bill said would be explained when letters from his son were read. Dan Reed had just finished the letters when a clatter of hoofs announced the return of the masked man. Oh, Silver, hope oh, oh, easy, oh, no. At the familiar hoofbeats, Dan rushed out of the Abercrombie mansion. Oh, golly, I'm glad you got back. Hey, big fella. <clears throat> I can't stay, Dan. More writing to do right away. Yes, but... Say, uh, how's old Bill? He's better. But he doesn't want to live. Tonto says he can get better if he wants to. Then I remembered the name, Bill White. You did? Yes. I rode to Grand Falls to make sure this was the man I'd heard of. Oh. Now I've got to go to the county seat. But I have a lot to tell you. Tonto and I know all about this poor old man. You do? We know why he had such a shock. Why he doesn't want to live. 
He showed us a lot of letters from his son. His son? I, I didn't know he had a son. Well, he has. And he went to Dr. Luther's school. When he graduated, he stayed on as a teacher. Oh, go on, Dan. And all the time, he was led to think that his father was a rich man. A mighty rich lawyer that just about ran things here in Three Rocks. I see. I, I guess old Bill couldn't tell Dave what a failure he'd been. He told all about the Abercrombie Mansion, telling Dave it was his own. Then, what was in the last letter? Dave said he was engaged to marry Dr. Luther's daughter. Oh. Dr. Luther wants to meet Dave's father before he gives permission. So he's coming here. To make it worse, he thinks old Bill's a brilliant lawyer... and he plans to ask him for advice on a few matters connected with the school. Then, now it's more important than ever for me to get to the county seat... and get back here before Dr. Luther and Dave arrive. But there's no use... Old Bill's in a spot where nothing can help him. You tell old Bill to keep his chin up. But... Steady there, Silver. <laughs> tell Molly and her father and Abercrombie to be ready to pitch in and help. I'll be back as soon as possible. Come on, Silver. Yeah, another day. 24 hours nearer the day of reckoning. My boy will come here gay and happy... Looking for the most prosperous man in town, his father. And he'll see me, old wreck, old Bill, worthless, no account, liquor soaked old Bill. Hang it all, Bill. You've got to get well. Do you know who's riding for you? Who's on your side? Do you know who that masked man is? Well, I'll tell you, he's the Lone Ranger. Come on, Silver. Day after day, night after night, the masked man raced from one town to another. Pausing only for the briefest rests, he consulted certain men, called on others, secured facts from others, dashing in a mad race against time. One more stop, Silver, old fellow, and back to Three Rocks. Come on, Silver! The stage bringing Dr. Luther from the West Coast was to arrive at sunset, but Henry Lee, the publisher, was awakened by someone shaking him at dawn. <coughs> Deadline. Come, Lee. This is to be a busy day. But, uh, oh, wake up, man. Uh, wake up, yeah. Oh, I, uh, oh, golly. It's you, the masked man. Well, we have a lot to do. Molly told me who you are, the Lone Ranger. Uh, Dr. Luther arrives today. Yeah, sure, on the stage at sunset. But the sun ain't even up yet. Dave White arrives with him. Wait now, just a minute, mister. Let me get my eyes wide open. I, I, I got to savvy this. Why are you here? How'd you get into this room? The window. I didn't want to disturb the rest of the family. I'm awake now. I'm awake, and I've got things to say to you. All right, say them, but get dressed while you're talking. You know the mess old Bill's in. Nothing can be done to help him. Why'd that young friend of yours make the poor old critter think that you were riding high, white, and handsome to get him out of this situation? Hey, here's your shirt. It's an ordinary low-down trick. If you'd seen the light of hope that come into the old man's eyes when he heard that the Lone Ranger was on his side... <laughs> Yeah, where's my shoe? Here. Thanks. I'd give my wisdom teeth if I had him to help old Bill. Uh, but he can't be helped. Uh, feet always swell in the morning. Why can't Bill be helped? This boy is coming here with Dr. Luther. Dave expects to see Bill White, a prosperous lawyer and the most important man in town. Dave's counting on that. And what'll he see? Do you think Luther let his daughter marry the son of a shiftless critter like old Bill? Have you finished, Lee? I've finished. Doggone shoes pinch. Now I'll speak. Dave White and Dr. Luther expect to find a prosperous, respected lawyer. Yes, and what'll they find? A respected, prosperous lawyer. Huh? Yes, a well-dressed man living in the best house in town. 
The best lawyer this side of the Mississippi. Now, see Come here. on. Your first job is to witness a deal between Bill White and Mr. Abercrombie. Wait, my shoes ain't buttoned. You can button them later. Now, uh, let me get this straight. I sell the house and furniture to old Bill without a down payment. Yes, that's right. And if you aren't paid when the installments come due, you get everything back. Then you can hold your auction as planned, see, Mr. Abercrombie? You have nothing to lose. Why, of course not. If Bill does happen to make the payment, I'm saved the trouble of an auction. Well, don't count on that. Will you do it, Mr. Abercrombie? Why, sure I will. For one day, old Bill can say he owns the biggest house in town. Good for you. Let's get the paper signed. I've got other things to do. Now, boys, I'm counting on you. You've got to be on hand when the stage comes in. We'll be on hand. You leave it to us. Sure thing. See that no one else gets the chance to speak to Dr. Luther and Young Dave. You hear that, boys? We don't want those two to hear anything about old Bill except what we tell them. Right. Whatever you say, Henry. I'm glad to help old Bill. Bill, the man is here with a suit of clothes. He'll have to make sure they fit. Here, barber, fix haircut, fix shave. Uh, Mr. White, the man is here with the rest of your clothes. Oh, no, Dan, send him away. New suit, new shirts. I, I didn't order those things. They were ordered for you. No, no, I, I can't pay for them. They're charged. You don't have to pay for them till you have the money. Oh, I haven't had new clothes in years. Now the other hand, Mr. White. Eh? We'll soon have your fingernails looking as they should. Me, getting a manicure. Molly, the man just brought in those law books. When you're finished, bring Mr. White to the library so he can arrange them as he wants them. Law, law books? Oh, Molly. Molly, I can't go through with this. It's fraud and deception. Well, it's out of your hands now, Mr. White. You've got to go through with it. was sunset when Henry Lee, after a busy day, came to the Abercrombie Mansion. He was admitted by a servant and shown into the massive library. A refined, polished, white-haired gentleman sat on an easy chair near a heavy desk. The publisher said, uh, Excuse me, sir. I, I'm looking for Bill White. Come in, Henry. Huh? Well, don't you know me? You? Well, the voice is the same. My Aunt Hannah, you, you don't mean to say you ain't Bill... Are you Mr. White? Well, I guess they've sort of fixed me up. Well, I should smile. The Lone Ranger has done it. If you don't look every bit like a prosperous lawyer, I'll eat my hat. Is the stagecoach in? Yeah, that's why I came here on the double quick. You'll get by all right unless Doc Luther asks you some law. Well, I think I can answer him. You see, I have been a lawyer. You have? I've always been thankful that my son went away before I became a fugitive. You a fugitive? You see, I was attorney for a railroad. I was in a position to steal a lot of money. The money was stolen. You didn't do it. No, but I knew enough of legal evidence to realize that I would be accused and convicted. It was a perfect job of frame-up. Well, I ran away. So that's it. I hid from everyone. For a time, my picture was on handbills, wanted by the law. Running away made you look guiltier than ever. I know it. But there was nothing else to do. I didn't dare show myself. Except as you've seen me around here all these years. Well, I'll have to go back to being dirty old Bill tomorrow. But it won't matter then. 
My boy... Mr. White, there's a gentleman to see you. Bill White. Well... Mark Jones. Found you at last. Who's this? Mark Jones of the railroad. Jones, listen to me for the just a minute. The masked man told me I'd find you here, but I couldn't believe it. The masked man told you? Yes. He remembered you from, well, from certain handbills of several years ago. Jones, I'll go back with you. I'll face a trial. I won't even insult your intelligence by claiming that I'm innocent if you'll, if you'll just give me till tomorrow. Trial? Why, you eternally confounded old fool. Oh, haven't you kept in touch with things? Well, that robbery was solved two years ago. A bank robber was captured by the Lone Ranger. He confessed to other crimes, and that confession exonerated you. What? Well, you've been in the clear for two years. In the clear? Yes. We want you with us again. You can handle our railroad affairs from here, Bill. You won't even have to leave this house. Oh, it's like a dream. Yes, we want you on the railroad, Bill. We're prepared to make it very attractive to you. Attractive? Your pay went on for some time after you left. Uh, well, after you, uh, you dropped out of sight. There's a tidy sum that's accumulated for you, and to that, we've added a bonus. Jones, I, I'll talk to you about it tomorrow. Not now, please. I... Why, yes, of course. He's waiting for his son now, Mr. Jones. He can't talk business until tomorrow. I'll show you... Well, I'll see you tomorrow, Bill. We'll talk over the details. Yes, I, I'll be here... Bill, did you ever see anything like it? Henry. Henry, I, I can keep these clothes. I can pay for this house. And the furniture, too, Bill. Furniture? Yeah. I reckon there won't be, have to be no auction after all, hang it all. Well, what's that? The best job of printing I ever did was on the notices of Abercrombie's auction. Now they won't be used because he sold his place to you. Henry, is there any way that I can thank the Lone Ranger... He's given me a new life. And he gave the railroad a good lawyer. He gave my son happiness. Doggone it, Bill. That masked man made a man for one day, and he made it permanent. Never saw the equal of it. Dad, now you come out of there. Huh? Leave Bill White alone. He doesn't want you around at a time like this. Molly, is... is... Bill, your son is here to see you. Send him in, Molly. Send him in. I'm ready for him.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.